So letting the feet spread out and allowing the feet to be parallel and the ankles to soften. Knees to soften. And the sitting bones to tuck under. And the spine to elongate. The neck to elongate. And the shoulders to roll down and back. And the hands to just be gently open, curled at the side. There has to be a sense of ease and well-being in the body in order to connect with what's happening here, what's present. It's important to relax. It's important to take time to relax. To relax the thick muscles in the shoulders and behind the neck and along the back. To relax the muscles in the legs. To relax the ligaments in the jaw and behind the eyes. To relax the belly and the whole pelvic floor. So as we relax, we can also attune or attend to the experience of alignment, balance and alignment. The body is balanced and aligned. And when the body is relaxed and there's balance and alignment, it allows attention to rest and supports ease a sense of relaxing with the physical experience. You can't overstate how important it is to feel balanced and aligned and relaxed. So in this relaxed body, just attending, if you need to sit down for whatever reason, please take care of your own knee. For the rest of us, for the next few minutes, I'd just like to investigate or ask if there's any presence of hindrance, ill will, desire, 
restlessness, doubt, sloth, torpor. If it's present, how are you experiencing it in your body right now? Just focusing on one. None of these are present, recognizing that none of the hindrances are present. I'm letting attention rest with the body, knowing that the hindrances are not present. beginning to attend to what is present and how do you experience it, where do you experience it in your body. Now, desire and ill will have many different layers. There's a huge spectrum. very subtle. Sometimes if we aren't experiencing things in the extremely strong range of the spectrum, we miss them when they're appearing in the subtle range of the spectrum. Ill will is the movement of pushing away, of not wanting. wanting to disconnect or disassociate oneself from something unpleasant. Is there any experience for which there is a very subtle movement of distancing oneself, pushing away, disconnecting, because it is unpleasant? When you notice this is what's happening, recognize this movement and begin to do the opposite. Just embrace, accept what feels unacceptable or unwanted or unpleasant. again, turn to sitting posture, 
just taking a moment to allow the sitting posture to be upright. Remember to allow the pelvis to rock so that the tip of the pelvis is rocked forward. Back, the spine is elongated. Take a moment to re-establish alignment, balance, and relaxation. again just checking to see now if there's any desire that's present any movement towards something pleasant grasping holding on hankering for could be hankering for experience to be slightly different to be a little bit cooler for the noise to stop and stay stopped. Could be for a pain to go away. For the desire for something that's not present to be something that you are experiencing now. Desire also has a very large spectrum. And it's good to be able to recognize the full spectrum.
So with desire, what is needed is to bring some sense of equanimity to what one is desiring. To recognize that it cannot bring the kind of fulfillment one is hoping for. To have some space and perspective around what one is hankering for, leaning into. To see how way one places attention affects the way one experiences desire. Sometimes it can be just as simple as bringing attention to another sense door. If you're wanting temperature to be cooler, bring one's attention to sound. If you're bringing wanting the sound to stop, bring one's attention to the pressure on the cushion. So we bring a withdrawal of sense contact from where there is desire, not out of ill will and aversion, but out of clarity. Sense restraint can be supportive in reducing hindrances. In working with restlessness and anxiety, what's often useful is deeper relaxation and concentration.
So one pays particular attention to the posture, to balance and alignment. Pays particular attention to relaxing. Finding a place of ease and well-being and the parts of the body that are comfortable or pleasurable and extending the focus in these parts. Sometimes anxiety arises as a relationship to fear. Don't want to experience something or know about something or have to deal with something. Sometimes it can be helpful to imagine the worst possible thing, the worst possible manifestation of this fear and just see if it would be possible to survive or to be upright or to still bring attention in the worst possible case. And when as a thought experiment you bring to mind the worst possible case and sometimes it makes the actual case seem very simple and uncomplicated. found the confidence to move forward. When we look at the effect of sloth and torpor, you can just tune in to the quality of energy in your system right now, whether it's bright 
the low. Certainly the energy is connected to our posture and our breath. So when our back is caved in, sometimes our energy drops. So just to take a moment and check and see if the posture is again aligned and balanced, upright. One can look up even with the eyes closed. One can look towards the light. Take one's earlobes and gently pull them and massage them. Try that. Take one's hands and put them over one's head. Increases the breath. And letting the arms down. Just noticing the difference of the quality of energy in the system. Allow the visual contact to stimulate. These kinds of practices don't bring sufficient energy in the system to stay present with what's arising. One can stand up. So we can learn to work with our own energy, brighten it when it's low, soothe it when it's agitated, restless or anxious.
can be familiar with the spectrum of the way desire operates. From one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. The most subtle movement of mind away from pure presence towards an object is an expression of desire. We can experience the movement of ill will, of pushing away, or disconnecting, or not wanting to know. And it's gross and subtle manifestations. The slightest movement away from something that's happening to avoid it or disassociate or disconnect or to push it away though not wanting to know or not wanting to feel. So as we gain familiarity with these in our own body, hearts, and mind, and gain tools, we have more capacity to be with what is in a way that supports the ending of suffering, that allows mind states that are agitated to be known and seen for what they are, and come into a place of rest, of peace. And with all of these hindrances, one of the things which is the most important is to hold the whole field of experience in the heart of compassion. And in this way, I will chant the mantra of compassion as a way of bringing this meditation to a close. O mani padme ho, O mani padme ho, O mani padme ho, O mani padme ho, O mani padme Please join in if you like. Oh mani padme hum oh mani padme hum 
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.